Hey, what's up? I, I got some audio, like I said, from the BNN Network on YouTube. Uh, Jack Frost, this is his podcast. This is an interview with uh, Snow Billy from Treyway. We're going to get it. Let's listen to this shit. Shouts out to the BB, uh, BBN Network. Go subscribe to this shit. BBN, Jack Frost. What's up, party people? All right, so we're doing an interview today with uh, a big homie. And uh, can you state your name, please? Snow Billy. All right, and how do you first, uh, he has a book coming out. This is this is the guy that, that basically helped bring Takashi 69 into Treyway, I believe. But before we get to that, you have a book coming out. You want to let us know about that book? Exactly, exactly. You know, the book is titled 69 Shots, The Secret and the Fiction Behind Us Bringing the Rapper Takati 69 into the non-trade gangster blood organization. And the book is definitely about what took place to put him in the position he in now, which led to me, you know, being attempt assassinated for the sake of his career. Okay, I want to ask you about the attempted assassination thing, but the first thing I want to know is, could you explain to us what Treyway is and where it came from? Well, Treyway is like an AKA for non-Trey gangster. That's what Treyway means. It's like just a short acronym, like Treyway, instead of saying non-Trey gangster. But it's also, you know, um, um... It's just like a, it's like an acronym, you know. It's just trade weight, you know. It's really non-trade, you know. So instead of saying non-trade, we say trade weight. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you said that there was an attempt, attempted assassination on your life. You let us know what happened and why it happened. Mm, okay. Um. Well, I wasn't giving up. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't really supporting a lot of the things that they wanted to do with Takashi 69 at the beginning when he came out. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really for certain things, you know, with a lot of shit going on with him and Casanova, you know, I had to get involved in that, you know, to, to diverge the situation. So, um, being who I am, certain individuals felt, let's remove him. And once he's removed, we could do what we want to do. So, on my birthday, I was with a few of my loyal, well, so I thought they were loyal soldiers, and um, as I was going to my house, I got out the car, 
to go handle something real quick because it was my birthday and we was going out and I was getting out the car. Two individuals came out behind me, which was my cousin, and another individual who liked my cousin, and one shot me in the neck and the other one shot me in the back of the head. Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear that that happened. Um, so, wait, hold on. Let's stop everything for a second. So, when this happened, uh, you you said that you was, because uh, you did some time on Rikers after this happened, correct? Um, I, yeah, I went right to jail three days later because I was on a run from parole. So, I had to go to Rikers down to fight that parole violation. Okay, so you was on Rikers, and this happened in what month? Did the, You don't got to say the exact date. What month? Um, January. This happened January. in January, so you, you got locked up in January after the shooting. Right. Okay, so then you was on Rikers for how many months? Five months. So you was locked up five months. So just for everybody to know, this is around the time that Takashi really did start beefing with a lot of people that he probably shouldn't have been beefing with. Just so I could just throw this out there, I'm not trying to cut you off, or, or but I just want to give people an understanding that when you were locked up, that's when Takashi started beefing with the people on the West Coast and the people in Chicago. Exactly, exactly. Which, which I personally think was unnecessary because I think that his career was doing well enough without these distractions. But, okay, so you get... Your locked up individuals were that actually shot you, and when did you find this out? Oh, I mean, I was with, I was with them. We've been together all day. You know, the the, the hit was already in. You know, but unbeknownst to me, you know, I didn't know what was going down. You know what I'm saying? So we were together. We were together. We were together all day, and then at like eleven something at night, you know, I was in the car. We was all together in the car. So when I got out the car to go handle my business, they were in the car with me. They wanted to do it in the car, but they thought I had a gun on me, so they were scared. They was like, nah, we can't do it in the car because if he got that gun on him, it might could turn ugly, but I didn't have my gun on me. So they thought that. Now, when I get out the car to go run in the house real quick to go handle something and come back out, before I could go back in the house, before I could go in the house, I was talking to another individual who had just did 17 years for me back in the days, another little homie. So. I'm talking to him, which he didn't know what was going down, because he, in his mind, he know this is like my family. And then that's when the execution went down. Okay, and so <clears throat> did you ever find out why the execution, uh, the attempted execution happened? Yeah, um, well, a few days ago, I was snatched up by the um, ATF and the Homeland Security, FBI, and they um, told me, they said, um, you know why? They tried it. First, they said a person of that caliber. First, let me let me let me give you a breakdown at the beginning. While I'm in the hospital, the um, ATF and NYPD task force came to see me. Um, they said if we find out this was a gang-related hit, we would be going federal on the whole situation. I said, Yo, listen, man, it's not nothing to do with that. Ba 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 ba. Cool. Now, fast forward a month later, this will take place. They come snatching me up and they say the other day, um, you know why you were shot? And the reason why you were shot is because you didn't want to give the sanction for the rainbow head boy to be in the tradeway. And I'm saying, well, for the most part, that's some truth to that because again, I didn't want him to have that negative attention on him, not the route we was going with him. So 
these other guys had a different outlook. You get what I'm saying? So you wanted to have a one specific type of image, like, you know, public image, and somebody else wanted to have a different type of public image, a public image that we actually saw him using, but you wanted it to be more of a positive outlook? Yeah, I wanted it to be more more of a positive image, more, of a, more, more relating to mainstream America, you know, kids and different kind of merchandising, you know, not the image that they wanted him to have. So, you know, guys wasn't feeling what I was saying, but they couldn't go against it. Only how they could go against it if I, if I was removed from the situation. And that's when the plot went in for my team to plot against me, to remove me from the situation. And they tried it. They tried, definitely tried it, but I'm blessed up, so it didn't work. That's a fact. I don't know many people that can get shot in the head and neck and then be on the phone with me right now having this conversation. So that's yeah, not only did I get shot in the head and the neck, but I got up and walked three blocks oh, to right. the gas station on Bedford and Atlantic with two holes in me and never passed out. Oh, I didn't pass out. Oh, wow. Okay. That's that's some real Terminator shit. I ain't got a lot to you. Yeah, and then... The, the nine millimeter hit me in my third vertebrae and my spinal cord. Wow. That controls, the, your third vertebrae controls everything on your body, your breathing, your, your, your movements, everything, your third vertebrae. Any doctor will tell you this. When a doctor seen that, they said, we don't know how you're walking or how you're even breathing. Later for the headshot, the neck shot, you know, and I just said, yo, you know, I owe all the guard though at the end of the day, man, because, you know, um, I've done my share putting in work when I was younger. So at the end of the day, you know, what comes around goes around. You know, no matter how I gotta come back around. And when it came back around, God was there to make sure that I got you, son. But you gotta do something for me. You know? Alright, so how did you get uh Takashi six nine in the first place under your wing? Well um they was at the dog panel, right? And the dog panel is considered a place where homies come to when they don't got nowhere to stay, you know, have certain discussions and everything. So um, when I heard about the situation, of course, being who I am, I went right to the situation. What's going on? What's this kid? What's the vibes? Bing, bing, boom, boom. And that's when Shadi breaking everything down to me like, yo, this is what it is, big homie. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 boom, bing, bing. I'm like, all right, cool. So this is what we're doing with him. And this is how we go market him. And this is what we go do. You know, he was um, over at um, a house that we considered a dog town at the time. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, he was he Can you tell me the conditions? Because I, I want to know, like, exactly oh, no. what the conditions were before, like, you actually stepped in and started doing whatever you was doing. Well, I didn't have that much time because, you know, the plot went in fast, you know what I'm saying? So the time I did have with him and his real manager, Chris, we discussed on what we want to do with him with his first tour and how having merchandise available and we'll be taking him back because Chris is a real intelligent man, not this shoddy dude. It's okay, Chris. so hold on. I want you to explain to me who Chris is. All right, so yeah, who is, uh, just so people can get an understanding of who Chris is. But you mentioned him like twice. Right, Chris is the County 6'9 original manager. His real, the real manager. 
Okay. So that's who Chris is. All right. So Chris is a businessman, a business guy, obviously. Right. That's what. That's like no, no sweet ties. Strictly, because he's the reason why Gomo got so many views. He's the mastermind behind all the views with that video. It's Chris. All right, so, all right, okay, hold on. So you was telling us about this door pound, right? The house? Right. I, I wanna, so is that where Takashi stayed at? Yeah, that's where, he, that's where he stayed at. You know, that's where he was staying at because he didn't have nowhere to go. So, you know, he was staying over there with us. You know, he was staying there. And um and that's how the Romo video came about because he's staying there and you know all the homies are there, you know, in and out. So we're like, yo, all right, cool. Let's put this video together. You go, this kill the homies in the background, different and just to make him look like, you know, he's part of the game and that's why you know. Yeah, not for nothing, right. but that Gummo video was a win. People could say whatever they want about what been going on with Takashi and his marketing. But I am one person that 100% believes that without that Gummo video, Takashi does not reach the heights of popularity that he did. I think that video in itself was fucking genius. And all I can say is, is if you guys do decide to stay in uh, the realm of hip hop or music in general, I can see y'all doing some big things, some good ideas, and being able to, you know, uh, use that platform in order to be successful. Definitely, definitely, man, definitely. And shout out to all the homies, man. That was definitely in that video, man. And, and having got compensated, you know, thanks to um, Shotty, grindy ass. Wait, explain that real quick. I said, um, shout out to all the homies no, no, that was in that. Not that part. They didn't get compensated oh. because of Shotty? Right, nah, they didn't get compensated at all. You know, they didn't get compensated for nothing dealing with that video. Nobody got compensated. Sorry to hear that that happened. Yeah, bro. Yeah, wicked, man. It's very wicked. You know, very wicked. So, so. So, Shotty was controlling the money out of one another? I mean, Shotty was doing, like, grimy shit. Like, you know, he'd do walkthroughs and he'd take the money, you know, whenever he wasn't around. Or he, you know, he'd do a walkthrough and um, charge probably 20000 and give Takashi 5 and keep 15 and oh, wow. move on. Yeah, he was doing a lot of a lot of foul shit, man. But Shotty's a foul dude, though. Like, you know, he's my, you know, you know, like, you know, Shotty's a foul dude. You know, Shotty is not a businessman. Shotty is a robber. You know, he's not a businessman. He's not business oriented. You know what I mean? He might have seemed like it because he was already just. But he didn't know to do with the situation that we could all see now. Look at it. It's a fucking mess. Well, you did say that you gave him a template. So even yeah. though he didn't know what to do, he probably was following that a little bit along the way so he don't seem incompetent. I'm not saying he is incompetent. I'm just saying that right. he can seem more competent. Well, well, the blueprint we set down and I gave to him was basically, you know, how we're going to market this kid. But he had his own secretly hidden agenda of what he was going to do once he was able to eliminate that need to be eliminated. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? And he brought certain other people around that other certain other people wasn't getting along with. So he tried to play a game, like, okay, cool. I need, I, I need the big homie around. So now when he bring me around, it's like, okay, cool. When I'm around, these other niggas ain't gonna say nothing. You get what I'm saying? So that gave him an outlet to play everybody against each other and then pull him 
out the circle once his plan succeeded, you know? But everything backfired on him, you know what I'm saying? Got a question. Yes. What happened with Billy Otto? Well, um, well, Billy Otto, that's, 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 that's the homie, man. Um, I really don't know Billy Otto like that because, again, I, I'm not really with the whole crowd thing. I stay, I'm considered like the ghost. I, I, I stay behind, behind the scenes, man. Exactly, but, um, but from what I gather, Billy Otto was around us and some way, somehow, Shotty pulled a fast one on him. You know, I was away. I was on Rackers Island. So, I remember, everything took place while I was already incarcerated. I was shot and I was gone. Remember, I got shot on the 19th and I was on Rackers Island on the 27th. Hmm. So, you know, what took place, I don't really know because I was inside. I was getting little bits and bits of people coming off the street and all that. But I didn't really get the in-depth on everything that took place. But I already knew, you know, once I was in for like three months, I already started piecing it together like, wow, this is what's taking place. And, you know, now everybody want to be telling me, oh, no, we should listen to you now, but it's too late. You know, it was listening then and then and then. Not, you know, later on down the line, because it's what happened. Yeah. They should have definitely you know? have been listening to, listening to something else other than what they were listening to. That's a fact. Right, right. And it wasn't nobody responsible about it. Like, I'm the responsible one. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm the mind. So, you know, this is why I was involved in Takashi, like, on the sole purpose of being the brain in his life, you know, because these other guys are not the brain, you know? So, I mean, not being around left him open for anything. And not for anything that was like, you know, shoddy, just snuck you, you know, his new two cents and got in his head because nobody was around, you know, to help the kid. And he removed the situation from there. All right, so, <clears throat> you're saying recently, just wanna, just wanna hit on this point again. You're saying mm -hmm. recently, the, the the FBI and these guys pulled you up, whatever the reason it was, and they told you that the people who actually put the hit out on you were the people that was in, oh, well, no, the reason why the hit was put out on you was because you didn't want to uh, sanction Takashi 6 9 Right. Okay, so, and you're also saying, I just want to just make sure we got these points, and you're also saying that Shadi was trying to get everybody from around Takashi so he could try to run his career. Exactly. Okay, just hold on. And if I'm not in incorrect about this, you're also saying that Shadi was basically charging people money you know, for, for Takashi's services and then taking more than half of the money that was supposed to be paid to Takashi in the first place. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But I was only around probably for one of those months, you know what I'm saying? Because when I got shot on the 19th, then after that, they start, after I was shot, then that's when everything started taking place. A little shit club, walkthroughs, and a, whatever they was going to, I was in jail. Aces and city skins, whatever, whatever they was going to. You know, when I was incarcerated, man, Shotty was definitely taking the money, man, from this kid way before the big money was taken. Like, Shotty was being taken money from him, you know. Got a, Got a question. Did you see the Breakfast Club interview? 
said, all right, cool, man, I'm going to accept that, man. I'm going to accept that. And I got up off that ground and walked three blocks, man, with a bullet in my head, man. I walked three blocks, three long blocks. You know, when we do the movie, people will definitely go see the visual, man, that we're really tough place, man. That, you know, shit is real serious, man. Like, everybody said, they wait the movie to be done, a movie more. Okay, cool. We definitely go through the movie, man. We're going to put the movie out there to show the rise and fall of this whole situation. All right. Thank you for having, um, thank you for being a guest. Definitely do appreciate you. We out. If you like this video, please hit. All right. That's going to be part one. And then we're going to get into uh, Gully TV. Champ. Take some of my motherfucking training courses and shit. That'll teach you certain techniques to make her motherfucking calm and shit. And in return, she gonna blow your balls right through your drawers and shit. See, I'm a grandmaster when it comes to this motherfucking pussy shit. My techniques have been traveled all over the world, practiced by many men and cultures masters of the Kama Sutra right master of love master of sex by techniques of eating the coochie and finger banging at the same time and shit shows you the proper way of putting the right amount of spit warm suction on her pussy and to use your trigger finger right to go deep inside and rub on them ruffle ridges and shit watch her climax with a good job and a good standard if you use my motherfucking techniques not only will she come she will come more than one I fucking guarantee so catch me at my seminars or read my motherfucking book the show shows your ass how to eat pussy the proper way and in return, you will get your balls blew right through your motherfucking drawers. Hear me now. Real shit. Hard to deal with. You ready?
after you eat her pussy, it's gonna sound like this. See, another satisfied motherfucking customer. I'm trying to tell you this shit. You need to go to the motherfucking show and holler at your Negro. All right? I'm trying to tell you something. Try my course. Oh. Broadcasting live. You tuned in to your motherfucking wing man. Salute your motherfucking wing man here on Anchor and shit. You tuned in to the wing man motherfucking chronicles. You know, we gonna, we gonna keep it real. We gonna keep it 100 over here and shit. You know how we get down. We gonna slam it like dominoes cause your motherfucking mama knows and shit. Let's get it, goddammit. Where you from, nigga? Up north, nigga. Where you from, nigga? Back east, nigga. Where you from, nigga? Up on the west, nigga. Where you from, nigga? Down south. Down south. Down south. Down south, niggas. Put that shit up in your mouth. Down south. Down south. West Coast nigga got the fire bud. I say, I say, West Coast niggas got the fire bud. East Coast niggas be making the cream. East Coast niggas be making the cream. Up north niggas got it already cold. I say, I say, I say, my up north niggas got it already cold. Get to the there to the wing man chronicles. We try the true of the things that we do, bitch. This the wing man chronicles. Oh, broadcasting live. From a motherfucking ghetto unknown goddamn area, motherfucking spot in Los Angeles and shit. You're tuning in to your motherfucking host, the show, MK Specs, his motherfucking name, your therapist. You know who it is and shit up in this bitch and now. Like him, Lord Shot. Let's start with the show. All right, what's good? Let's get this shit, goddammit, this shit. You over here on Anchor. Tune it into the Wig Man's Chronicles. Salute your motherfucking wig, man. Now, I want you to go feel a motherfucking breeze while you at it and shit. You know what I'm saying? For that motherfucking nigga commentary and shit, a good laugh and something to learn something while you burn something. And tell him that the motherfucking show 
Brought your motherfucking ass over here and shit. What's good? How you how you doing? We about to take it old school, nigga. We about to go old school. Nigga, I'm talking about motherfucking blue chips. Old school, nigga. What you know about blue chips, nigga? I'm talking about Zodies, nigga. Old school, nigga. I'm talking about Jim Co. God damn it. Old school. How you doing? It's a mun mun motherfucking Monday and shit, right? You back at work or some shit like that, you know what I mean? I want you to get motherfucking money. Not half, not some, not a little bit, but the whole goddamn pizzeria and shit. Let's keep that shit a buck. Now, the weed that we are smoking on today is no other than the Gorilla Glue number single. Hey, I say, man, you know, yo, this is Miguel, man, you know, I, I, you know, I got the meds, man, you know, I got the acid homes and shit, but you know, today, we gonna kick back with the host with the motherfucking most, essay, the show, man, I tell you, Vato, this is the realest miate that ever out there, what you say, miate, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this is the realest G, nigga, you can say nigga, what? Fuck it, fuck it, that's it. This is, this is the real Mighty Gone. Mighty Gone, the real motherfucking nigga. All right? Let's get our mota. Let's get our mota. Let's put some fuego onto that mota. And let's light it up, all right? Here, hit this shit. That shit ain't gonna be having me doing like Smokey in the Pigeon Coop. Nah, that's it, trust me. Some of that motherfucking Gorilla Glue number cinco, that's it. Shit got me high. Mm, some good shit. Oh, shit busting out my goddamn chest. To all you bitch ass niggas out there in the area, to the day of this shit, let me let your motherfucking ass know something. Now, you ain't gotta be a bitch ass nigga all your life. Now, if you done fucked up and made a motherfucker hoe your housewife and shit like that, and it ain't going right now, you could trade that bitch here right here on 1 800 trade your bitch here for a new bitch. That's 1 800 trade your bitch here for a new bitch, and we'll give you one of these finest motherfucking hoes. Yes, you can have Brazilian. You got a raggedy dirt rock ass wife. You wanna trade her mother? in the trader motherfucking ass in and get you with one of these Brazilians right here with the booty implants and the dark areola. Can you say Havana ginger, Havana ginger? But then you say, well, fuck it, you want some exotic. So we finna fly down to Hong Kong and get you a ching ching chong, get you a ding 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 ding. ding. With various assessments and shit. Slanted eyes, but she have a monster motherfucking duck. And once again, dark ass areola and big ass eraser nipples. So if you tired of that raggedy big mouth bitch that sit there, don't want to cook clean, don't do a motherfucking thing. Well, right now, bitch in and we'll send you one half finest goddesses to your motherfucking lab and shit. And you will be a happy nigga from now on. Watch it. Trade your bitch in and get you a better one right now today. Now, if you want to trade your bitch in, hit us up at 1-800-TRADE-YOUR-MOTHERFUCKING-BITCH in. Call that 1-800-TRADE-YOUR-MOTHERFUCKING-BITCH in and shit with five goddamn assessments of 35, uh, 95, that's five assessments of 35, 95 and shit, you know what I'm saying, we're shipping and handling and shit, we'll deliver the bitch in eight hours, same day, guaranteed and shit, trade your bitch in now.
Man, this weed is good as a motherfucker and shit. Taking a small commercial break. Man, I tell you, I thought I do a bitch ass nigga. Man, you know, I know you're like, well, he ain't been making no, you know, he ain't came up on Anchor and dropped no shit, you know? Yeah, because I was dealing with a bitch ass nigga and shit, right? And the bitch ass nigga wanted to, like, really go for gusto and shit. Push it to the limit as bitch ass niggas do his shit. And I'm a real nigga, I don't play that shit, right? So some shit popped off. Right, fucking with my money and shit, you know. Right, just straight up fucking with my money and shit, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, when I'm getting my money, I gotta be a certain way and shit. I gotta apply by the rules and shit. But you know what, bitch ass niggas do and shit, right? They try to go around rules and shit to get their points across and shit. They'll fuck with you to get your attention, especially when you try to get your money and shit. That's when nigga like to show his ass off and shit. Like, I'm like, oh, got you, got you, nigga, got you, nigga. You know, and in certain situations, right, when you cross a man, a real man, a real man, a real nigga and shit, right? Because some of y'all motherfuckers got the image of real nigga all twisted. You think real nigga is that nigga that's slanging on the corner and shit, right? Right? The hustler, right? You're not looking as that hard working construction father, that James Evan. A life. You ain't looking at that. For real. You look at us, these niggas, these gangster niggas, these thugs, these hooligans, these hooligans. You think of them motherfuckers that'll whip your ass. Hold on. Hold on. Don't you get it twisted, nigga, at all. Don't you get it twizzlers twisted at all, nigga. That man that comes from a hard ass work, nigga, that got a good goddamn woman and shit, he ain't got no other choice, nigga, to beat your goddamn goddamn ass. And shit, I'm going to keep it real with you. Got no other choice to defend his crown, defend his woman, honor his kids, honor nigga, and family name, nigga. He's going to beat your bitch ass, right? He's going to beat your ass down, especially you with some fuckery. I'm just keeping it real. See, some niggas talk a lot of shit, right? But when it comes to when it comes to showtime and shit, it's go time. They call popo time, right? So you got to keep the blend of bitch-ass niggas out your motherfucking business. You see how I drop them bees like that? Again, you got to you gotta keep the blend of bitch-ass niggas out your motherfucking business, nigga. Because I don't know why niggas hate on each other. What the fuck for? Why you? What the fuck for, nigga? What the fuck for, nigga? You know? Women... They shit on each other. So when you when you act like that, you a man, you acting like a motherfucking bitch. Right? And I've never in my motherfucking life, my nigga life, woke up, seen Christ, came back to life motherfucker twice in my nigga life, nigga. Have I ever seen a bitch ass motherfucking nigga like this motherfucking nigga? Mm-mm-mm. Give me a round of applause if you know personally a bitch-ass nigga. Put his ass on blast. I can't wait to get the phone lines open so y'all can call on in. Y'all can assassinate some motherfucking characters. Don't worry about it and shit. I'll take the murder charge. I ain't gonna even give you the gun. I just want you to call and I want you to express yourself like salt and pepper and speak on some of these bitch-ass niggas. Woo-wee!
Ooh-wee. God damn. Okay, why you smoke so much? Because that's the repellent to keep the bitch ass niggas at bay. You see, you know, when bitch ass niggas try to assassinate, that's like a bitch ass nigga hating on you, right? But he's so bitch, right? He can't even break it down why he dislike your motherfucker taste. This shit. He dis he acting like a bitch. That's what he judging. He judging a man. Straight bitch. Whole bitch. Baker's dozen bitch. Right? Right. Judging a man. What? What? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Especially without no goddamn receipts. If you ain't got no goddamn receipts, right? No receipts and shit. No testimonials and shit. No co-defendant snitching and shit like that. Uh, nigga, nigga, you gotta mind your business and shit. See, that's why I don't involve myself in bitch shit because the outcome is you gonna get checked by a real nigga. Right? And why go through that embarrassment? See, a lot of you niggas like to hoop and ha, hoo ha, ha, hoo ha, yeah, hoo ha. I got the jokes. Right? Some of you niggas ain't got no goddamn game. I shake my fucking head. And nigga, if you over 30 years ain't got no game, I shake my goddamn head. What the fuck you been doing with your goddamn life, nigga? If you ain't got no game by goddamn 30, nigga, if you ain't... See, look. See. See. You got young nigga game. Young nigga game. Yeah, you going by your handsome looks and shit. You using your looks and shit like that, right? 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 Right, but old man game, he could be missing a tooth, nigga, and go up, go up in your mama, your girlfriend, go run, run, pipe, pipe them out, pipe them all out, and you'll be sitting there judging him, saying this ugly motherfucker, and you ain't figuring it out, nigga. Nigga got that old man game, nigga. He know what to say, nigga. He say what you can't say, what you scared to say, nigga. He say that shit off the rip. That's why I get more pussy than y'all niggas. Straight up. Off the rip. Off the rip. Off the rip. That's why you having jack-off nights. It's unsuccessful and shit. You're stressed out and shit. You're wondering, why ain't no pussy over here and shit? Game weaker than clock radio speakers, yo. I'm just keeping it real. Right? You You ain't even bossed up the fucking fat bitches and shit. You ain't even got that bastard, nigga. You know, if you ain't got that master, nigga, nigga, I can't talk to you. I can't talk to you. I can't be in a same conversation with you. You shit. You know, you speaking gibberish. You on that 40-year-old virgin shit. Talking about titties feel like sand and shit. tell you, I assassinate some character for you bitch ass niggas. Shake my motherfucking head like, damn, bitch ass nigga. So if you know a couple of them, you know one, two, three or four and shit, you know what I'm saying? Avoid them at all motherfucking costs and shit. Just trying to tell you and shit. When you dealing with these motherfucking bitch ass niggas. They can be family members, close friends, 
For real. A motherfucker will pull a switch. It gets you caught up in the twitch. Because he a bitch ass nigga. Nine times out of ten. Black on black male violence. Right. It's because of money. Yeah, it's because of money. But I'm going to tell you something. Real shit. Real shit. Black violence. Male on male. Black violence. It's because of a bitch. I'm just trying to tell you. Now, you lose points. I strip off chevrons when I come through. Right? When I come through, I strip them chevrons off. Right? You caping for a bitch. Right? Right? You caping for a bitch. Right? Claim me you got game. But you caping for a bitch. That ain't game, nigga. That's simping, nigga. That ain't pimping, nigga. You ain't got the P. You, you ain't developed the P. You still got the S. You simping, nigga. Right? The go put some, like, you know, old school work. Or the nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I got you, baby. You know, I'm going a, I'm to a handle this nigga. That's so goddamn 1985-ish and shit. Right? A nigga beat your ass. Just hands down. I ain't sugar-coated shit. Nigga beat your ass. You know, I think we've been beating ass since the turn 2000s. It's 2000s to goddamn 18, 20 years later. Beat your ass. It's ain't that 1985. Right? Looking like you out of Miami Vice. It's ain't, it's ain't 1985, nigga. Nigga, beat your ass. All or nothing and shit. Right? Right? You don't know what MMA the nigga nothing took and shit. I'm just keeping it real. Beat your ass. Beat your motherfucking ass. Get it correct around this motherfucker. Bikes are checked around this motherfucker. So if you a bitch ass nigga and you and you think you got game and you know you cap you caping for these hoes and shit, you know what I'm saying? You caping for these hoes and shit, you know what I'm saying? Dry snitching, dirty macking, you know the whole nine, you know, dirty cheese craft and, and macking and shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? You know, I would say when you dirty back and like that, you go up in that bitch. You know, I would say, you know what I'm saying, you know, you, you, you catch a good mean case of, uh, 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 of that gondoria. But you know what I'm saying, I ain't gonna even say that. I ain't gonna even say that. Because, you know, the particular motherfucker I'm talking about before I close and shit, I, I seek pleasure from this day forward. You know, when I look at that motherfucker, I laugh. Because that nigga tasting the homie dick. Yeah! Let's keep it a buck. Get your ass beat, nigga. Let's go continue on to more of the motherfucking anchor. Wingman Chronicles. Salute your motherfucking wingman. And remember, nigga, it's a war going on outside, nigga. Between real niggas and these motherfucking hoes and shit. Right? And remember. Try to remember. Where you a motherfucking rubber. When you out here fucking these hoes and shit, nigga. Fuck these hoes, nigga. Don't love them and shit. You know what I'm saying? And don't let hoes break up your foundation between 
you or your compadre, or, you know, none of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Because they'll do that shit, you know? Because they'll give pussy away, because it ain't shit. They'll give pussy away for something to eat. I, what? I know bitches. Yeah, for real, for something to eat. For something to eat. You better, nigga, these bitches starving, nigga. Shit. Shit, nigga. Shit. Throw your fingers in that pussy, get your knuckles to stank. I'm trying to tell you this shit. Gotta be on it, nigga. And it's your world. It ain't about what she want. It's about what you want. It might seem like she won't. But shit. Trust me, it's some manipulation going on. And I'ma tell you. This is Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. Get you some mun mun, nigga. Get you some mun mun, nigga. Get you some motherfucking mud mud. So I want all my viewers, my listeners, you tuned in to the Wingman motherfucking chronicles over here, bitch. I want you to get that motherfucking mud mud. I want you to be blessed with some mud mud. Some mud mud. That's yuck mouth word and shit. Mud mud. Funny as a motherfucker and shit. Get you some mud mud, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, let's get it, bitch.